The most critical step in your marketing is getting a clear picture of who you want to sell to and how you will help them get what they want. Join me on this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I am your host, Herbert Innocent, and today, my friends, we are talking about how to get a crystal clear picture of who you are selling to so that the process of helping them get the results they want becomes easier. So in our last episode, we talked about identifying your ideal customer and what we focused on were the key elements that are called all together as psychographics, right? So we talked about identifying your ideal customer and we said that our the identity of our ideal customer is a struggling business owner right so that's the ideal customer that we used and then we talked about what they want so the ideal identity that they want which was becoming a millionaire entrepreneur and then we talked about what their focus is and we say that their focus at the moment was you know building lead generating a lot of leads and scaling business so for you you may have something different here right and we also talked about what is their long-term desires right and then we said for us their long-term desire is becoming financially independent and spending more time with their friends and family right doing the things they want to do and then we went and we looked at what are their immediate results that they want right and we said their biggest goal was they wanted to create leads, get more subscribers, get more sales, and really, you know, start scaling up that business, right? So those were the key things uh, in the immediate result that they want. And then the next thing was we said your ideal avatar, your ideal client is also going to have an enemy, right? And this is usually going to be the entity that they imagine blocking them from getting their results right we all have this idea that we blame something we always have this thing in our mind even if we don't say it we blame something and in this case we say our ideal customers or ideal avatar is the advertising platform was the enemy that they saw uh, for them and then we said um, and what problem do they need to solve right that was the next thing that we needed to know and that was they need to solve and the biggest problem that they needed to solve was they need to rise above the online noise and then so they can build a loyal fan base of customers that was the other thing that they needed to do and then they need to run ads that get clicks right so those are the three problems that they needed to solve immediately and then we talked about avatars pain points what are the pain points that our avatar is facing and we said you know we looked at the idea that for them it seems like ads are just getting more and more expensive and then it seemed like people don't really want to buy and everything you know and everywhere they turn to it feels like they they, they they want to be scammed or someone's trying to rip them off and so those are the critical pain points that they felt and then we also looked at the idea of the question that they needed answered and we say that the question that they needed to answer was they wanted how to generate more leads. These were the biggest questions they wanted to address, right? How to generate more leads, how to make more sales consistently, and how to stand out from the crowd, right? And then finally, the roadblocks. And in terms of the roadblocks here, essentially, 
they can be viewed in two ways. One is it's the roadblocks that are preventing them from getting results, but it, it could also be the, road, the roadblocks that are preventing them from buying from you, right? And in this case, there'll be objections if they're preventing them from buying. So it may be that there's a specific thing that is unanswered. So in our case, as an example, we say, you know, they felt that they needed to be a guru to make any real money and that if they don't have the list, they'd go bankrupt trying to run ads and then that uh, it seemed like the, online pe uh, the only people online making money are the ones selling courses on how to run ads, uh, how to make money running ads. And so as we can see here, these are the things that are going through in our customer's mind. We haven't really painted a physical picture yet, right? And we're using this as an example. And you can always add more here, uh, but having three points for each helps us understand. Uh, and the more of these we know, the more different angles we have at approaching our ideal customers, at approaching our ideal uh, targeted audiences. And if we can do that, it means that we can essentially uh, have a lot of starting points because not all our ideal customers are going to be at a very specific point. Some of them are going to be further on ahead and others are going to be back in terms of their customer's journey. And if you don't know what is a customer's journey, I want you to go back to our previous episode. We have talked about uh, your ideal customers uh, and their customer and your customer's journeys. So we when we were talking about doing your, 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 your customer research, right? We talked about your ideal customer uh, their journey, which is their journey to discovering you. And so we talked a little bit about that there. So now that we know their psychographics, the next thing becomes we need to know their demographics. And these are going to be the physical attributes that we are using to really pinpoint and identify our ideal customer in the crowd or pool of all these other people. Because if you go online in forums and in all these communities, there's a lot of people, right? Thousands and thousands. And so we need to be able to identify who exactly we are talking to. And by knowing the psychographics, it's like we develop this superpower that allows us to speak directly to them by passing all this other noise that other people in the community are making. Because you're speaking directly to their emotions. Right, And by knowing the demographics, it means we know what groups to go and look for them in the first place. And we know when to go and look. And we know, so we know when, we know where. And then the psychographics tells us the why, right? And then the demographic tells us the what exactly is. So now that we have that, let's jump into the demographics and look exactly how we might, you know, build up that profile further. So in the demographic, we're going to have gender and we have already decided that the gender for ideal uh, customer avatar is male and age is around 37. Uh, in my case, I would say between 34 to 45, but I'm going to go with 37. And then in education, I'm going to say, you know, the he has background in computer science. Then I'm going to say uh, employment status is working part time in a computer company as a, and he's working as a, a programmer and his aspiration are you know to build his UI uh, design agency that's his company is working on right that's his business the UI design 
and then we're gonna say his household income is he's making 41k a month uh sorry 41k per year right as at his current at his current job right and then combine that with the spouse or significant other who may be also making the same less or more you know then you may have something like 81k per year something like that uh that's before taxes and, and all those other stuff that nobody wants to talk about but so there's all that and then the next thing is children we can say yes they have their first child and it's a girl she's three years old right so you can imagine the excitement of having the first child that they have you can imagine their value their shift in perspective since now they are parents right there's an added layer of responsibility and uh, wanting to be the hero that the child sees them as they are right and so then you have uh, location and in this case I would say just outside the city so commutes into the city to go and work for the company and the commute takes about 30 minutes each way right and then we have ethnicity now for ethnicity for us here it doesn't matter but where this would matter would be in cases where let's say you are selling uh, a skin tone product or things like that and in that case it may be that it matters because obviously you know different skin tone may require different tonalities of the product and things like that but here in our case our product it doesn't really matter so we don't have to worry about that and then we have home ownership we're gonna say they are renting right but their dream is to buy their own home that they can live with their three kids once they have the rest uh, two of the two kids and then you can say and then under the home ownership there's gonna be things like length of residential uh the house size and mortgage right so you can see these are things that they're also thinking that they're considering right um and that's where the bills comes in and so you can see how all these factors into their decision making process if that makes sense and then you have types of car or transport so we know that they're commuting for 30 minutes we can say either they take a bus a train or they drive a car 30 minutes but whichever way whichever of those they use you can also say maybe this during that time as they're driving either they spend 30 minutes listening to a podcast episode so after work in the evening and before work as they go into work uh you know trying to update themselves on how to scale their business and things like that and depending on which transport we may also you know say maybe the train is faster so they have much more time to also read a book and things like that but really it depends on how much deeper you want to go into this then there's the marital status we can say uh yes they are married and the decision making process is 50 50. now this in some places is very important because in some fam fa uh, family households the decision making process is not always 50 50 it could be that is the head of the family and things like that so if your product depends on those things you may also want to add them in there right and then disability for us doesn't apply in this case and then you can say are they looking to save a cd or 401k plan so in, under that category we're going to say yes they want to save to buy their dream home so you can see there's a lot of factors that goes in this area right and the key goal of this area is really to be able to identify 
our ideal customer to identify when you can talk to them, right? Because they have a very busy day at work, right? And what do they do at lunchtime? Uh, what podcast channel do they listen when they're commuting to work? What social media platform? And these knowing these things becomes our way of knowing where they are, right? There are many social media platforms and knowing that their background is in computer means that you can start searching for social media platforms and look at computer related uh, groups and things like that. And we can also look at companies that they, we think they are working in and then look at the forums that those companies are engaged in or any conferences if we're going to be selling products and we want to target specific conferences because that's a gathering of people with very unique talents and interests, right? It's a very concentrated uh, target of people. And so this becomes very, very important and things like Eventbrite can really allow you to target those kind of community, uh, communities. Uh, I remember in my, early on on my first experiences as a photographer, I actually did target people on Eventbrite and you can do that. I don't know if you can still do that, but the idea is, you know, you can find them. Usually they have their details up there and you can just, you know, email them or you can find a way to contact whoever is organized and then try and see if you can get in touch with them. Uh, called prospecting, that's called. It was, it's not the, it's not the best fun in terms of prospecting, but the idea here is that it's a concentrated group of people with the very same interest and it's another way to be able to get in front of your ideal prospect. So now that we've looked at that and we know how we can find our ideal uh, customer in terms of the demographics and the psychographics. So where this comes in or where the next step after this becomes for you to create your own full identity, your full ideal customer profile, right? And to really narrow it down and to add as much detail as possible. And once you have that, this becomes your tool for deciding anything you want to decide in relation to your company, right? For example, uh, every single piece of decision you want to make, you want to make it go through this, this lens, because Inside here are the values because the values of your customers are the values of your company. Um, in most cases, we are told to decide what our values are, but really our values are the values of our customers because our customers come to us because we speak to their core values, right? And so this comes understanding that if they have a child, they have a very specific mindset. They have very specific priorities, right? And so what products you promote um, becomes very important in terms of budget and in terms of how it aligns with their value, their personality and, you know, the things that they have to deal with day to day, right? And then who you work with in terms of business partnership also becomes very important because it's your association, right? And you want your, your business partnership to also align with them because that means your message is coherent, right? If you're going to go and start, basically what we mean here essentially is if your business partner's message is coherent with this, then it makes more sense that their customers can also become your customers. 
and it also makes sense that your customers can become their customers and that means you're building a very strong community that all your customers feel connected right um and then the next thing is who you hire should also go through this process right because if you're hiring individuals whose views and ideals do not match your ideal clients your ideal prospects your ideal uh customer avatar right then they're going to make decisions that are going to frustrate and to just you know make your ideal customer and clients unhappy and that's not where we want to be right and so who you hire also has to go through this process and how they make decisions so whoever you hire how they make decisions has to go through this as a lens and if you remember before we talked about the episode on to outsource or not to outsource now as a small company at the beginning you may be wondering should i outsource these tasks and if i'm going to outsource them how do i do that now this is the step that i was referring to what we were referring to is so if you want to outsource work outside your company you need to be able to communicate or to have a system that allows the people that you are working with to filter their decision making through this right and when you find a you know a, when you find a contractor who can really make decision by looking through your ideal customer you'll find that they add more value to the work they provide to you an example of this was the an app we were developing and the app was meant to be for homeowners right monitoring energy in their houses and i remember one of the key designers helping on this was from russia and she had worked with people in the similar demographic and she understood the need to make it as simple as possible and the ui was really that much astonishing right so it was that good and so that becomes one of the key elements here that is you want if you want to outsource it's going to be very difficult to tell them everything what to do but if they can make their decisions by filtering it through the lens of your ideal customer then it's easier if it makes your customer happy then do it if it doesn't then don't then it's easier for them to decide even if you're not there because all they have to do is ask themselves will this help this person right because at the end of the day you are going to be working to help your ideal customer get what they want that is what we do as business owners right so I'm going to say that the call to action for today here is I want you to create your own ideal customer avatar and use these key points, right? Pause the episode, rewind and write them. It's going to take you a few minutes to get it done, but once you have it, you'll see the power because it's going to make making your decisions uh on hiring and on everything else moving forward, even including the designs, the colors, uh including the photos you use on your posts on every single thing that you do. It's going to be so much easier to decide once you know and you have a full picture of your ideal customer. If I've learned one thing about mindset um is that decision is the most costly thing that we engage in every single day. From the moment we wake up, we want we we have to decide what do we wear, what do we eat, and all these decisions they consume so much from us, so much stamina. so much energy 
um, and they actually leave us unhappy. There's a lot of studies that show that our inability to make decisions or to minimize our choices make us unhappy, right? And so by knowing our ideal customer and avatar here, what that means is half of the battle is already done because we don't even need to think anymore. We just need to filter, right? We become a very good detective who just says nope and yes, nope and yes. And so you can already think what kind of images are gonna suit my ideal customer, right? So something to do with computer, there's a child, if it's a family, if there are only three, uh, you know, two couples and a child. So all those kind of images will really suit this ideal customer and it's gonna speak to them a lot more. So I want you to go and build that. And then this is gonna be us on this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And the notes for this episode are gonna be found at herbertmarketinghelp.com. Um, usually I publish them as blogs, but also they'll be at the bottom there is the you know featured posts. So all the newest posts are usually featured at the bottom of the page there. So you would find that there. I want to thank you for tuning in on this episode and joining us on this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. And as always, I'll talk to you on our next episode and have a good evening.